0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. We are halfway through the month, and we are continuing our journey into westerns. And uh, it's Deepal's birthday. Happy birthday, Deepal! Yay! Thank you. And Deepal got to pick, and he picked a absolute banger slobber knocker of a, of a western film. Um, it's one of the ones that a lot of people quote, uh, one of my favorite quotes from it, uh, I'm your Huckleberry. Hell, fucking wrestlers use these lines. So, uh, big ups to uh, Cody Rhodes' dad, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, Dusty Rhodes. Ooh, yeah, He told people, I'll be your Huckleberry all night long, and he'd elbow him in the top of the head, and they
1: Dusty Rhodes' elbow.
0: <laughs> I hit him with that elbow. <laughs> I hit him with the elbow. Uh, but, we're talking about tombstone a very wild ass movie uh i remember one story daniel back when we were in marching band we were partying uh in one of the hotel rooms after after the performance
1: Mm -hmm. it was
0: getting real loud like always and our director knocked on the door did the cop knock the four four hard beats and i opened the door and he was drunk and he comes in looks at the tv that was on he's like hey tombstone love that movie and he looks at me, and he's like, y'all need to keep it quiet. I don't want to have to come back. And I was like, oh, my God, he's cool with this. And I remember yelling, and he told me yet the next day, he's like, this that was the coolest thing you could have said. He said, oh, my God, he's cool with us drinking. Please shut up. And then he wobbled his ass <laughs> to his room. But I'll never forget that Tombstone was on the TV. And he's like, "Yeah, hey, Tombstone, love that movie. <laughs> but nice. if, you don't, if you don't know anything about Tombstone, it oh. is a it's it's not a revisionist western film like uh the heart of day fall this one is steeped pretty much in fact honestly uh this movie is based on the the few weeks before the gunfight at the OK corral and Earp's famous vendetta ride so after eh, that's really bad he should get beat up for that but um so after uh, the, the effects of the gunfight at the OK Corral, things happen. People aren't alive anymore. And our boy Wyatt Earp decides that he just is going to, he wants all the smoke. And that was an actual real thing. So the movie Tombstone actually follows pretty closely to how everything works out. Um, there's one scene in, uh, they're, they're fighting at a creek and wired up just stands up and says no like seven times and just shoots his way all the way through the bad guys. That was real. Like witnesses saw wired up just not get shot by all these bullets and just blow some dude's chest out with a shotgun point blank. That was real. So
1: the god scene was real. Yeah, when he just
0: Goddamn. he just said no. He just said no multiple times and got up. He's like, nah, I'm done with this. That really happened. People were like, that some bitch did not get shot. People were trying their best to kill him and he just didn't get hit by anything. Uh, It's it's a baller movie. Like, it's great. I haven't seen this in absolute decades. I was a wee one. I've seen chunks everywhere because it's always on cable. But this was like the first time in a very long time where I sat down and just watched it from beginning to end. Um, It's fun. I will say the pacing of it, it speeds up really hardcore really fast sometimes and then just slows down. It felt like a like a soap opera sometimes because they were changing scenes really quick. And then they would tell you what would happen while something was going down. They're like, oh, well, Katie went over there and then this happened. I'm like, oh, you couldn't show us? Like, nah, nah, it happened. So we're we moving on. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine, I guess.
2: Yeah, it was weird.
0: <laughs> but this movie had so much to... Like detail and talk about if this movie came out now this movie probably be three hours and no one would give a shit but back in the day i guess they didn't want to have a movie that long but folks these days are used to sitting for hours in the theater so but um like i was saying this movie stars kurt russell my boy kurt russell uh the absolute best actor in this movie val kilmer sam elliott that some bitch looks old his whole life, I feel bad for him. I bet he was a little baby, and he had a big old mustache, and he was... And that deep-ass voice of a baby. Yeah, I can see that. I
2: mean, he's kind of like Maggie Smith and Betty White in that, uh, like...
0: Just habitually like, old-looking. Like, 30
2: years ago, they were portraying them as, like, the oldest dude in... Like, the oldest person in the room, and they were just like, oh... Well, we know you're only like 50, but we're going to play you up. So you're like 70 and you're just going to play old and you're going to be old in perpetuity. Like fucking Betty White was on Golden Girls in the 80s and proceeded to live for another 40 years. And yeah. then uh, Maggie Smith was fucking uh, um, Grandma Wendy in book yeah. where Jesus. she was per- supposed to be like super fucking old. And that was 30 years ago, and now finally she looks like Granny Wendy at this point in her life. Now that she's 80,
1: they should <laughs> remake that movie and just have her come back. No,
2: <laughs> well, yeah, Sam Elliott. Sam
1: Elliott's in 1883, and he looks the exact same.
2: Yeah, Sam Elliott hasn't aged a day in 35 years because he already looked old as shit <laughs> like Man. 35 years ago. He
0: got that Benjamin Button.
1: He was just old when he's he got out. that Benjamin button, just looks old. Just <laughs>
2: perpetually old. Just
1: wrinkly and old. You know what? What'd you text on? Is he bathe in vampire blood or
2: something? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that, I said that motherfucker's a vampire, and then everybody was like gay yeah, bathes and just like virgin blood and stuff, just to keep <laughs> that old facade going. <laughs> he knows
1: what the fountain of youth is,
0: damn it. I'm telling you, man. Has a little just water bottle, just drinking it every day. Uh Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, my boy from Aliens powers booth what a ridiculous name but he's always a bad guy in things and he's a bad guy in this so fucking figure uh michael bean hey that's kyle reese from the first terminator movie and he's a really good bad guy in this movie uh he's the second in command he's ringo in this uh dana delaney she is the i guess love interest in this but he had a wife but fuck it you know uh (laughs) uh let me
2: see they apparently did not give a fuck about any of that yeah
0: uh, Stephen Lang, hey, you know the old guy from Don't Breathe? Yeah, he's in this. And this movie is like 40 years old.
2: Yeah. And he looks more old people. Who... Yeah.
0: Old people that look old. Old. Uh, Jason Priestley, so from Beverly Hills 901210, he's in this. What?
2: what was those numbers again?
0: Beverly Hills
2: 90210.
0: Okay. Oh, I probably lift it up. Uh, my boy Michael Rooker, hey, it's Yondu and racist guy from The Walking Dead. He's in this and he's got curly hair. He's curly headed fuck. And oh, he, gets, he gets fucked up. It's so good. <laughs> uh, Billy Zane's in this with hair. I didn't like it. Mm, it was no, weird Nobody looking.
2: likes Billy Zane with hair. Or weird. just Billy Zane bald. Billy Zane's just bad. He always plays a bad guy.
0: Yeah, it was weird. He's
2: always slimy. Like, ugh.
0: So we realize that there is a chunky Billy Bob Thornton in this film. And he plays a very surly uh, car dealer.
1: Car dealer. pharaoh dealer.
0: He lapped like seven times and he finally leaves. He got <laughs> like, take, yeah. take it hard he's like i'm sorry <laughs> and charlton fucking heston this movie had everybody and
2: well, a bunch of men yeah had all the men actors hey, it's, the time.
0: it's westerny so if ladies are around they're probably doing some not good things for tv or movie that's why i don't you can look at me funny but they're probably prostitutes <laughs>
2: And how did they fall. Neither one of them were prostitutes. They were just badass, gunsling ladies. Hey, what's the ladies. what's the big
0: difference between those two movies? They're black. So,
2: so white women are prostitutes, probably. Okay, <laughs> I'm just telling Got you it. how it is.
0: There also, was the 90s. Yeah, and the 90s. That's there
2: were also no Mexican banditas like in this gang. Like, there was one guy that spoke. There was one.
1: Him, so he was probably yeah, there was kid. one, but he 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 didn't even understand like Spanish, like Mexican. Yes, th-
2: there was one. Dude, I'm saying females, like
1: oh,
0: oh, the oh, lack
2: man. of females in this movie.
0: Well, the one chick at the wedding. But <laughs> she got fucked up. <laughs> but yes, uh, but this movie's absolutely fun. Um, the history of it's really cool. I did a, a little read about the gunfight at OK Corral, which actually didn't happen at the corral, it happened like a block or two away, but it's got the sweetest name, so they just went with it. <laughs> it happened actually behind like a fucking photo. Like Area, so everyone says it's like the photo studio, but okay, Corral sounds better. So, um but no, this this movie's fun. I had a good time
1: with it. So, yeah, they can't they can't say gunfight at Glamour Crafts or Glamour Shots.
0: <laughs> I would call it
1: that.
2: Gunfight and behind the Sears, bro.
0: Deepal, Katie, and Otis had this thirty second gunfight, and people died
1: behind a fucking like Glamour Shots over there. <laughs> behind behind Old Man Johnson's. Photo photography, whatever the fuck they used to call it. Yeah, photo Hut. <laughs> yeah, photo hut.
0: Bro, the photo hut was lit up. <laughs> they were out there going for it. This <laughs> Katie with six shooters.
2: <laughs>
0: Just shooting. Uh this movie's absolutely hilarious. So let's get through this. So uh this movie's around 1879, and members of an outlaw gang known as the Cowboys. uh. Not like the Dallas Cowboys. These Cowboys get shit done, apparently. So um, They're bad. They're not good people. Uh, they're all about rustling. And rustling back in the day is bad. You're stealing shit. So Cowboys in that term back in the day was actually not a good thing. And then at certain point, Cowboys are the ones that deal with the animals and stuff. But Cowboys at this point were not a good word to be called. And they're led by Curly Bill Brocius. A uh, very bad person <laughs> uh, we'll talk about how this all comes to be because of old curly bill and his love of opium he, he boy how he does he love that shit so at the beginning of the movie they ride into a Mexican town and they just interrupt this like police officer's wedding and they just light the place up and they're like yeah he killed some of our, our buddies because you know the red sashes so we are just gonna light this whole place up and just destroy the place and then start eating the food for the wedding and a priest warns them you know does that ominous warning that hey all this murder and all this shit is gonna get avenged man and a fucking horseman uh, on a pale horse is gonna come get you and they're like okay okay crazy spanish priest get out of here so (laughs) we meet up with wyatt Earp. And his two brothers, Virgil and Morgan. I learned that Virgil is actually the oldest brother. So Sam Elliott was, I guess it was a good pick because he looked old as fuck. <laughs> and there's actually a fourth brother, but he wasn't at the gunfight. So they were like, eh, you just got two brothers. He was
2: the nerdy brother.
0: <laughs> uh Warren, I believe.
1: Warren. was like the other Manning.
0: Nobody cares. Yeah, he was eating a sandwich somewhere else. And he's like, oh shit, they shoot. And, and he, he didn't get there in time. So white Earp, at this point he's a retired just policeman and he's like i'm done doing that shit uh white Herp d- did work when he was an officer and he's like i'm done with that i just want to make money get rich and hopefully have fun times with my fucking opium addicted wife and just have a great time out in tombstone make some money with my brother's And when they get there, the mayor and all the sheriffs and stuff, they're like, hey, Wyatt, do you want to be like the fucking marshal of this town? He's like, nope. Got my face. I said no before. I'm going to say it again. I just want to make money here. And they're like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. He's like, I don't care. (laughs) I've done I've been a policeman for decades. I'm done with that stuff. While there they meet up with Doc Holliday. So in real history, uh, just. The fact that he was friends with Wyatt Earp and he actually saved his life, and so him and Doc were best friends. And when he learns that the hol- that the Earps were going to Tombstone to live, he's like, "Fuck it, I ain't doing shit," and scoots his ass there. So th- that's what happens. He's like, "Oh, Deepow's moving. Fuck it, I'll move too." <laughs> and so he meets them there, and he's seeking relief in the dry Arizona climate because he's got. I always say this wrong. Uh, but it's TB, but it's...
2: Tuberculosis.
0: Tuberculosis. You had it. Tuberculosis.
2: Tuberculosis.
0: Tuberculosis. There you go. So tuberculosis. <laughs> so, I, I love that uh, if you've played a game, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, hey, there's a whole storyline <laughs> with TB in it. And it's not fun. And it makes you sad in the game. So, uh, yeah. Oh Arthur, he gets it, and he's trying his best to be a good person, but he's coughing everywhere and fighting people. <laughs> he's coughing, so um, I thought that was really cool that they probably got that from fucking Tombstone or real life Western. So um, he's there with his girlfriend and Josephine Marcus and Mister Fabian. They are also part of a traveling theater group, and they're there. So Wyatt's common-law wife they they say this even in the history books that they were common-law wife so that's you just live with someone long enough and you just yeah okay so they don't get married It's like fuck man we've been together for 10 years we give my wife
2: in the state of california at least it's a seven years if you live with someone for seven years you're common-law married so
0: okay it's funny uh i know a buddy in texas uh oh freddo hey what up freddo but uh he had a roommate and really good friends with her and I remember one time they joked they're like man we've been together for like like 10 years we're like law married <laughs> and then they started dating and then they got married now they have two kids and I was like ain't that a bitch <laughs> the second they realized they're like damn we kind of been together for a long time like I really I'm fine with being around you dang we should just get together that's really stupid <laughs> uh so he has a common law wife. Her name is Maddie Blaylock. And she's all right, I guess. She is getting dependent on laudanum. And laudanum, I looked up, is just fucking opium and other bad things. And it cures headaches, apparently. And she gets a lot of headaches.
2: Yes, a opium. A lot of opium, headaches. opium cures headaches because you're high out of your mind and you can't feel the pain of your headache.
0: Yeah. And while she's drinking that, she drinks alcohol because that helps with headaches, also, I've heard. And fuck it. Let's just do some straight opium too. So she's not a good person and she's getting a bit hooked on it. So Wyatt and his brothers, they begin to make all the money because they um take over a casino that has seen better days, the Oriental. Yes. And uh, they help that place get big. And then they're just fucking gambling bosses. <laughs> and in the stories, it's funny that the Cowboys had issues with the Erps because Wyatt being so famous that the officers kind of bent the rules for them. They're like, it's like if Michael Jordan was somewhere and like, he may have done some bad things like ran a red light. They're like, it's Michael Jordan. I'm not going to arrest Michael Jordan. So, and people see that and they're like, motherfucker, like you pulled me over. Cause I farted like, no arrest that man. So the Cowboys start seeing that the Erps are getting treatment Peripheral treatment. I said that word completely wrong. (laughs) Um, so the tensions are rising, and little by little, the mayor is like, "Hey, Wyatt, do you you sure you don't want to be marshal of this town? Because the cowboys are kind of assholes." And all through the movie, we see the cowboys are just getting drunk and just fighting people, shooting up places, shooting people, just lighting places up because they don't give a fuck. Because back then it was one cop for every town and towns were like hundreds of miles from each other. So, Oh, this one cop's the only person that can stop us. Well, okay. Well, I'm way over here. He can't stop me because he don't know what's happening. So uh, outlaws back in that day gave no shits about the law because who's going to fucking well, stop they're
2: literally him? outlaws. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's part of their title. I'm
0: out of the law. God damn it. I so. don't give a
2: fuck about the law.
0: <laughs> so curly bill one, one day. He uh, actually one night he proceeds to just get high off his ass at an opium den and he starts shooting at just random people, windows, the sky. He shoots at the moon. He's like, Fuck you, moon, pow, pow, pow.
2: He's drunk as fuck.
0: Yeah, fuck. He just fucked up. So the marshal of the time, Fred White, old man, he comes up and he's like, Okay, Curly, Bill, you gotta give me those guns, man. You shot at like 17 people out here. And, Curly, and Curly's like, okay, man, my bad, and hands the guns over, and then the gun goes off, upside down, and shoots Fred White in a chest, and he dies. In real life, in the real story, the same thing happened. Curly Bill was turning the guns over, and then his finger slips, and the gun goes off. It shoots Fred White in the groin. He suffers for two days before he dies. So, everybody around even Fred said that was an accident and Curly's like oh my god I'm sorry because he's like I like Fred even though you know I'm a, I'm a dickhead in this town Fred's kind of cool so everyone knew it was an accident and that's the real reason why when Wyatt hops up and stops the fucking murderous horde because they just saw the marshal get killed by Curly this outlaw so everybody's like let's string him the fuck up let's kill him and Wyatt's like No, no, no 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 this dude is going to court he's gonna do this the right way and everybody's like seriously you care he's like it's an accident let's see what the court says and then when curly gets off because there was no real witness in the movie um curly is like well i'm kind of pissed now so i need them to i need the herbs to die so even though he saved his life he's still salty about the situation so virgil the oldest brother he's getting real salty because of town, there's no new marshal. And people, the cowboys are just riding around, almost running kids over, and not giving a shit, even more. So so Virgil becomes the new marshal. And he's like, I got a rule. No guns inside of Tombstone. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Seriously? He's like, yep. You got a gun? That's the reason for me to fuck you up. <laughs> so uh, everybody is salty about that, even the cowboys and normal people. I'd be kind of pissed. I'm like, what if somebody runs up on me I don't got my shotgun? But... They shouldn't have a gun either. So it's all about your fist at that point, I guess. Um, So while this is happening, a lot of situations go down. So Billy Clanton and the McLaurie brothers, they proceed to get drunk. Hey, Billy, that's Sandman from fucking Spider-Man movie.
2: Thomas Aiden Church. He's all young and
0: shit. So
2: Yeah, just like he was on Wings.
0: Yeah. So he proceeds to get super duper drunk and actually antagonizes Doc Holliday while he's playing... Uh, what Frederick fucking Chopin? <laughs> he's like play Camtown Races. He's like, nah, bro, I'm gonna play this Nocturne because I'm fancy. Um,
1: they just yeah, no, There's a line that goes with that that I love it. it he uh, he said he throws fucking in in between Chopin's name.
2: Like, <laughs> well, yeah, because the other guy is asking him to play.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Whoever wrote Camtown Races, and he's like, play blank fucking blank like first fucking last yeah. and then doc keeps going and then doc's like no nah, I'm gonna keep playing frederick fucking chopin yeah. like <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh so they actually do some gambling and uh I don't know if doc holiday is a cheater but it's hilarious when he wins big hands uh <laughs> he wins the hand he's like oops <laughs> and they're like you son of a bitch you cheated and he's like no I didn't <laughs> He's like, you're so salty for being poor. And then he just takes all their money and people are already ready to fight when they get they lose money. So Doc's, Doc's ready to send you somewhere <laughs> if you want to fight. But um, this all comes to a head because the gunfight happens. So, um, oh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, but just because of the revenge, because of Curly being... Actually, no, the brothers one brother was knocked out because he was drunk being mean. So he got knocked out and locked up into the jail cell and let out in the morning. And he, he looks at the herps and he's like, I'm going to come back with people and we're going to kill y'all just so you fucking know. And they leave. So herps look at each other and like, well, they're probably telling the fucking truth. <laughs> and they were, cause they came back with like 10 people. And so Wyatt finally is like, well, bro, I'm not going to let you go out there by yourself. So let me get my old pistola out. And Virgil and all the brothers are like, well, we're about to do some swinging, right? And then old sick Doc Holiday comes out. and He's like, I'm not going to let my best friend go out here by himself and get shot. I'm going to get shot with you. He actually says, because Wyatt's like, this isn't your fight, dude. And he's like, he says he's disgusted that Wyatt would think that he wouldn't come out here on his own, just volition he's like i'm so disgusted in you that you think i wouldn't come out here just just to come out. I was like, "Oh, what a good fucking friend." So, they end up behind the photo hut, like we were saying before. And everyone seems to be kind of nervous. No one really wants to start a situation where they can die, you know, just like with fights we see in real life. Everybody's got the circle going and two dudes are in in front of the girls. And they're just kind of standing there, just bumping their gums because no one really wants to start the fight because they might get knocked out, you know. But all it takes is one nudge from somebody and they touch and it's like, fuck it, you know. So Virgil pops up on the the guys because they're just waiting back there for him. And he tells them, put your fucking hands up and give me your guns. I'm disarming everybody here. But they don't put their hands up. They kind of put their hands by their side. And a few of the cowboys actually leave because they're like, oh shit, I might die. And so it's kind of an even odds. And the fight starts and Doc gets like two people and it's a sweet shootout happens. Virgil and Morgan actually get wounded in the real story. Virgil, Morgan, and Doc, they get wounded in it. But I guess they didn't want to put more on Doc's plate because he already had TB. So he was coughing and coughing blood up this whole time. And uh, one cowboy gets away. He scoots off and he's, you know, once again, they shake their fists. He's like, I will be back and I will get revenge on you. So, Curly Bill comes up with a plan and they're going to systematically take out the ERPs one stormy night. Hey, that lightning was actually real. So, they just benefited from it. So, Virgil gets maimed and he loses the function of his left arm. And I was like, Holy shit, that really sucks. And Morgan. Gets blasted while he's playing pool. That actually really happened. He was playing pool. uh, But Morgan dies two months later. So they sped up the time because two months in between is kind of stupid. So they're like, man, they both went down on the same night. So Morgan dies. Virgil's fucked up. Wyatt finally says, okay, we're done. I'm moving my family out. And you guys win. He actually rolls up the curly as they're leaving. And he says, we're done we're done with this whole situation i'm leaving there you go and they're like they start laughing at him and they're like you know what i smell he's like i smell a dead man (laughs) and he's like whatever man you can say whatever you want well well
1: bye yeah (laughs) curly curly bills Like, well bye (laughs) i'd be like kick rocks see ya
0: um so curly not being a fucking good winner he's like hey We'll follow them and kill them at the train station. Really in this, because I don't want them around. <laughs> so the bad guys get to the train station and they're about to blow the fucking face off of Virgil and the, the wives. And then surprise, White wasn't on the train because he knew that someone was gonna do it. He blasts one dude in the chest and he lets the guy go. The same dude that has dodged death three times now. And he tells him, "I want you to tell all of them that I'm coming." And I'm bringing death with me. And at this point, he calls on some friends that owe him and everybody else that wants to just get the smoke with him. And they go on a vendetta ride. So the real vendetta ride was around two months long. And they systematically go town to town, any type of news about the Cowboys, and they snuff them out. This Wyatt does not play. If you have a red sash on, you are just getting killed. So I hope you just don't think it's a fashion statement because you're getting fucking killed for it. Uh, He becomes a U.S. Marshal, and he is blowing people the fuck up. Uh, This part's absolutely fun. Um, So the posse, Wyatt and his posse, they get ambushed uh, by a creek, by a forest, by the cowboys. And while they're getting shot, Doc's like, man, I hope you got a plan because we're kind of stuck here. Wyatt sits up and says, no, no. And starts walking with a double-barreled shotgun, dodging bullets from everybody and gets up to Curly Bill. Curly Bill runs out of bullets. He misses him. And Curly Bill takes two shots to the chest with the double-barreled shotgun. So that is super duper real. Like I said earlier, one of the cowboys wrote just, you know, in their diary or, you know, just about life. They said, fucking Wyatt Earp, just dodged all the bullets. The hand of God was on this man, and he dodged, they said at least 30 bullets from everybody trying to shoot him. And he gets all the way up to Curly Bill and blows that dude away. So that is the fucking truth. And I'm like, my God, what a cool person. So um the new leader, Ringo. Hey, Kyle Reese, he's in charge of the group. And Ringo is just as bad. He's like, No, we're gonna take these dudes out. So they start searching for Wyatt and his group. They hide out at a ranch by Henry uh, Hooker. He's the name, he's the ranch hand that owns it. Hey, it's Charlton Eston. And he lets them chill there because Doc's getting really sick. And he's kind of fucked up. So, uh, in a scene that we actually don't see, Michael Rooker's character goes to Ringo to, I don't know, have a parlay to see if they can squash this whole situation. And they say, nah, we're just going to kill you. So, they send a messenger dragging yandu's Yon, uh, body back to the good guys. And he says that Ringo wants to end this in a showdown against Wyatt. And Wyatt's like, okay, cool. I'll be there. Tell him I'll be there. Uh while he's talking to Doc, doing their final goodbyes, kinda, because Doc's really fucked up and he's like, you know, in the
2: hospital, yeah.
0: No, not the hospital when he was in the bed before the Oh oh, the oh yeah, yeah. In the bed. Um doc's like man if i could get up i would help you you know i would do that but i'm probably done so and white asked him he's like you think i can take ringo and he's like and he's like yeah i kind of thought i couldn't so and he tells the guys he's like no matter what happens you should probably be ready to scoot to new mexico if i lose they're gonna come for you guys so you should probably hit the border and get out of here and he's like We'll be fine, but you should probably leave. Him. <laughs> if the lucky man Wyatt dies, you should probably get the fuck out. So Ringo is waiting for his cool little shootout and shadowy figure appears. Hey, Wyatt showed up. No, he didn't. It's Doc Holiday. Sick ass Doc Holiday gets his sick ass up and he gets there before Wyatt and he tells Ringo, I challenge you to the sh- shootout let's do it he's like i'm your huckleberry let's go so the phrase mm-hmm. i'm your huckleberry i
1: know huh remember when they said in town when ringo was drunk oh yeah he's like who who wants to fight me and uh doc's like i'll I fight for blood well that was the challenge uh doc goes well i'm here to finish what we started yeah before yeah. he I'm finished, what you start with doc yeah so
0: <laughs> The phrase, I'm your Huckleberry, that actually means it's changed over time, but that means I'm the right person for the job. He's like, I'm the one. So if if someone's like, man, I bought like three pounds of ice cream. He's like, I'm your Huckleberry. (laughs) I'll eat that fucking ice cream. So they have themselves a sweet ass duel, a really close one too. Uh, Usually duels, I don't know what's the technical distance you should be at, but they were really close
2: 10 paces
0: yeah they were like at least four well,
2: 20 paces because you start back to back and then both of you move 10 paces out
0: yeah they were like probably four or five steps from each other was a pretty farther than that yeah. yeah and lo and fucking behold doc is faster he knew he was faster Just,
2: you know, even though he's sick as shit and basically dying
0: right he had TB. his lungs are fucking ripped up coughing up blood still good enough to take this man out and he shoots him in the head and Ringo is like just staggering in front of him. He's like, yeah, yeah. I told you, told you I was good. <laughs> and he dies. And then doc's like, sweet. I did it. I took him out. They finish and take out almost all the cowboys. A few get away. They, a few renounce their cowboyness and drop their sashes and they die a couple of years later, but hooray. It's, it's over. And doc, he gets sent to a hospital in Colorado and the tb beats him so it's funny there's a scene where doc holiday sees his feet without his boots on and he laughs so in real life after he realized or got diagnosed with uh with tb he goes off on a gambling drinking smoking gunfighting binge because he's like well i'm gonna die anyway fuck it i'm just gonna do everything i want And no one can kill him. (laughs) So he takes out so many people in gunfights. And then he says that I want to die with my boots on. That's the way I want to die. And then finally, when he's in the hospital, he's like, son of a bitch, I didn't die with my boots on. He's like, I can see my feet. He's like, damn, that sucks. Like the disease is gonna kill me. No one I took that
2: scene to mean something completely different.
0: Yeah. Well, that's more of the real life side. The movie was a little different, but in his journals and stuff, he was like, I want to die with my boots on got it yeah so doc's dead and i'm sad but hey wyatt i guess forgot about his wife we learned later
2: right before he dies wyatt comes to talk to doc and doc is like hey you need to live your life like leave me this is don't come back again just let me be let me go and go get your pretty actress go yeah (laughs) live your life like go keep moving and don't ever stop don't stay in one place like you are go live your life
0: yeah so Wyatt pursues Josephine the actress from the beginning there's a side story where they kind of want to be together but he's married so this whole situation and then his wife is just getting drunker and higher and we find out later that two years later she died anyway so she died of overdose in real life uh, she did die of overdose of opium and alcohol. So I guess he saw that she wasn't good for him. So he just let her think that he was just dead, I guess. Mm. Because apparently he was supposed to write her a letter after the vendetta ride saying where she should meet up with him. And he just never did it.
2: So she just assumes that he's dead. I guess.
0: (laughs) And then she died anyway. So he's like, oh, right on. And he gets with Josephine and that's in real life. And they were... Common law husband and wife until he passed away. So, hooray, that's Tombstone. So, Katie, who's your favorite character in Tombstone?
2: Doc Holiday. Goddamn right. And I'm not even going to say why because I know you're going to say it. So, I'm just going to say Doc Holiday. Daniel. Damn.
1: I don't want it to be a doc across the board.
2: <laughs> it's okay. If he's the best person in the movie, let it be. <sighs>
1: He was, but just for the sake of of being different, I have to go with Wyatt. Just badass, he is badass. <laughs> he is an absolute badass. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and then just hearing his his that that shit at the creek was real. That God mode little thing. Wow. Like, you know, they twist history. People twist history, especially if it's just spoken down the generations. But the fact that it's actually a journal entry that this crazy motherfucker got up, a eighteen, a- threw a bunch of bullets, walked up to Curly and just shot him in the chest with a shotgun. You can't, you like, you can't make that shit up.
0: Yeah, it's absurd. That's, that's crazy,
1: man. It's like, It's like us telling stories of our our good friend Terrell. You can't make that shit up. Yeah,
0: I honestly, I bet someone thinks that I make these stories up. Like I don't. It's just so ridiculous. I can't.
1: Like, and that's why it hurt. That shit was ridiculous. Well, yeah, why it hurt, man. And then the fact that he moved to a town and told a casino guy, "You give me a cut, and I'll turn this into a good casino again." Who does that? Who the fuck does that? Badass people, I guess. Exactly. You gotta be a badass. But yeah, um, Wyatt, my favorite. Well, yeah,
0: Plus. uh, no shit. Wyatt's awesome. He's the main character, so he has to be awesome. But like I said, the fact that it's true, a lot of these yeah. things really fucking happened. He's a really cool guy. Um, But I'm gonna go with Doc Holliday because he's like the sassy, southern just friend in the back that loves gambling, loves cheat. He probably was cheating, but <laughs> uh, he's not nah, gonna tell he's you. He's Pretty loyal to, to a homegirl, dude. Oh no, 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 no cheating! At, like gambling. Oh, no cheating. He, at gambling. He, he loved that girl, but yeah, just like, like if you're playing cards with him, he's probably cheating. That was his ride or die, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just think he's absolutely awesome, and just his expressions, like when people lose. Like I said, he, he one time he just goes, "Oops." <laughs> And that would make me even more mad when I think someone cheated me out of like hundreds of dollars, and I go, "Oops!" And I'm like, "I want to hit you so, so hard in the face," and then you get stabbed in the stomach. You're like, "Damn, I should have touched you." Um, mm-hmm. But he's absolutely awesome, and even being sick, he was down. That that's a fucking friend, you know. He's like, "Damn, I'm busted up," but it's a boy, oh. yeah.
1: That's a boy right there,
0: man. He's like, look, Katie's going over there. Let me get up. I'm like, man, you fucked up. Katie got up. Mm-hmm. I gotta help. <laughs> Like yeah. I'm not th- I'm not worried about my health. Like I gotta help, and he he wins the last fight at the end. He, he won the shootout. I thought that was really cool. I thought Wyatt was gonna do it, but then nah, sick ass Doc's like I know I'm better than you, so let's just finish <laughs> this real quick because I need to dude, go lay down in my bed. <laughs>
1: dude, my favorite my favorite scene with Doc is when they when the Cowboys first go confront the Irps at the casino, and Ringo does all his little gun tricks. <laughs> And then old drunk ass doc just got the little cup and he just starts spinning the cup around and <laughs> just every time because he just he does the whole cup and then he holds his head, Yeah. The okay. best
2: part about that scene is everyone in the background, everyone watching Doc and like in the awe on their face, and they're like ooze and ahs as he's like flipping this cup.
1: Yeah, just spinning a little cup. <laughs> and
2: he
0: he's so good because he's down for the smoke like he, he'll fight but oh yeah there's certain spots he's like well there's a lot of people in this room i don't want him to pull out his gun and try to shoot me so let me try to lighten the mood and i'm gonna spin this cup because he doc could have said five or six words and ringo would have pulled his gun out on him and pointed at him easily <laughs> because he's that annoying cool person he's like i don't like you and he's like i know you don't but i'm better than you and he's like Argh. so uh he's awesome Doc Holliday, I'd love to, I need to read some more on Doc Holliday because he is probably a fucking badass in real life.
1: I would love to read his journal. I wonder if it's out there somewhere.
0: Oh, definitely. I gotta look for it. It's, he's really cool. So uh, Katie, who is your least
2: favorite character? So my least favorite thing about this movie, (laughs) uh, I didn't really have a least favorite character, um, but I hated the editing of this film. Um, slash the writing like whoever decided on how this story was going to flow from one point to another like I'm, this movie's like 30 years old so I, like I'm sure they're dead or something by now but
1: <laughs> Daniel. he's like if I can find them I'll slap them
2: but they they should have been fired because this movie's flow doesn't make any sense and there's no real cohesion to the stories and they drop a whole bunch of like important information and stuff they're just like oh that happened but like over there we're not going to talk about it but like here's this guy and this thing happened when he was over there and now he's back Mm -hmm. like there isn't a i'm sure a crazy ass story between about michael rooker's character um and and how he left the cowboys and why he came to come fight and how he found them again and how he convinced them that he wasn't a cowboy anymore and how like but they were just like
1: yeah i don't think it was as easy as just hey here's my sash i'm done
2: yeah i was like cool bye now i'm part of your gang like let's go fight the cowboys it was like there were so many things in this movie that just needed a little bit more explanation that they were just like Fuck it, cut it. We don't need it. And they cut, I feel like whoever edited, like it was probably there in the original cut of this film, like in the full, like unedited version of this film. But when the editors got a hold of it or whatever, they cut the shit out of this movie. And I feel like I was watching a movie in chunks. Like here's a little chunk about Wyatt and his family and them moving. Here's a little chunk about them fixing up this uh Casino. fucking gambling hut place. Here's this little chunk about uh the cowboys and this wedding that like <laughs> what the fuck was the point of that? Like that when they rolled into that wedding and just like decimated that entire wedding full of people. Well, that's because
1: they were the guy was a cop and I guess they killed Curly some of Curly's boys or something. I don't know because they say something about it.
2: I guess it just didn't there wasn't enough like, okay, this is why that happened or this is why we're seeing this and this is, it was not enough backstory or a full story, I guess. It was a mess and I had a problem with it. Daniel. <laughs> least um, favorite.
1: My least favorite. b hand, Mayor b hand.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that crying. guy sucked.
1: Guy with the little little puff. He I, I called him a puff because that dude was just soft as shit. I mean, just the fact that when he saw Wyatt and then pull up, he's like, hey, you guys are new. Well, I'm the I'm the fucking sheriff. I'm if you need a house, I got your locks. Three three new huts just opened up. Uh I'm also on this board and that board. And he didn't do shit. I'm like when they're going to the to the photo hut for the shootout, he's hey, don't worry about it. I already took their guns away. Their guns are there, bud. Yeah. And you know, just the fact that he let them get away, I, I'm pretty sure he was in their pocket.
2: Oh, for sure, it was his he was in their pocket. role. No,
1: he was in their pocket.
2: His role as the mayor was it reminded me a lot, or I guess the other way around. The mayor in Harder They Fall reminded me a lot of the mayor in this film where it was like oh you're clearly working for the bad guys yeah and you yeah. don't give a fuck
1: <laughs> yeah i mean they're paying you to let them do whatever the fuck they want so you're cool with it yeah and in the meantime they keep the peace by not fucking up the citizens not they do most of the they do most of the bad stuff outside of town yeah and yeah, I mean, and just the fact that he was like, well, this place is going to be like the Paris. It's going to be San Francisco in a few years because of all the silver and money we're getting. And blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. He's, he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: I didn't really have anybody that I hated. I mean, the bad guys were bad guy and, and the sheriff was shitty and Curly was the right amount of me and stuff. Curly,
1: Curly was great. I, I can't yeah. hate Curly. I was actually going to put Curly in my favorites.
0: Yeah, he's really good villain. Like He was just annoying. Uh, <laughs> Ringo good.
1: Uh, don't worry, he's just a little
0: drunk. Uh, shit. Probably, I don't know, the drunk wife or the druggy wife? I Drunky, she,
1: Junkie wife, yeah, she was my second least favorite. I didn't junk-
0: have that much fun watching her just take drugs. Because she didn't really do much, oh, besides just being annoyed at Wyatt, his brother just died, and she was just like, "Yeah." I
2: was like, "Oh my god!" Well, I mean, covered in blood. Yes, that sucks. Like, witness, I wouldn't expect anything from anyone knowing their sibling had just died, but she was also on the outside, like very clearly watching Wyatt. I fuck the other woman. Yeah,
0: you're right. Just like, being, yeah.
2: Yeah, he, they were not shy about their, like, let's eye bang in the middle of these streets, even though all the wives and, like, boyfriends and whoever are all around watching us. Like, fuck it.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they
2: were not discreet at all. So, like, I get her being mad and angry.
0: Yeah, but that whole storyline was kind of a mess. So Yeah, but
1: she also wasn't, she also didn't do any help by, uh, because Wyatt knew Wyatt knew she was a fucking junkie. Yeah. yeah. He kept asking her, he kept asking, is that new bottle? Is that a new bottle? Until Ooh, finally, started, you know, know. when she's all fucked up in bed, she's like, "You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just have all these headaches that I just can't live without the opium." Yeah, that was bad,
0: but I mean, Madison back then, man, like you don't got people like watching you, uh, like, "Hey, you should slow down some, or give you a prescription." You like, no, here's a big ass bottle of opium. Her, like, okay. face,
1: her face bothered me. <laughs> I don't want to sound like you a got, dick.
2: You got ghosts in your blood. Do some cocaine about it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's
0: the fucking truth, man. You acting yeah, her, crazy. Her coke.
1: face bothered me. It was like she like cried for six hours. Yeah, she
0: had a weird face. Yeah. Okay, let's do seven word synopsis. I only have one because I had a good time watching. But mine is Cowboys played themselves messing with Wyatt. Or that's the that's the worst fucking decision of their life because they poked him a lot before he finally said, "Okay, let's go." And they were like just dicking with him. The well, second, yeah,
2: they attacked his family. Like that
0: was the the breaking point but before that they were threatening him a lot and yeah. he just let it go And he's like hey that dude's out there shooting why it's like ain't my problem bro i'm not a cop
2: <laughs> yeah i'm not a cop anymore i'm retired I'm he's out there cooked.
0: spinning in a circle shooting everywhere he's like i don't give a shit that's not my issue yeah. He's like he's right outside i don't care and then finally when right, morgan... y'all
2: got a sheriff yeah y'all, y'all got a uh marshal yeah like, why y'all looking at out? me i'm not the fucking
0: <laughs> i'm not the law here i
2: refuse this job
0: yeah but when morgan died, he's like okay well, I guess I'm in the law now. <laughs> Should have been the law before. Probably could have saved the day, but you know, uh, Katie.
2: There's no normal life, Wyatt. Just life.
0: Ooh. That was
2: a direct quote from Doc Holiday from his hospital bed, the very last time that he speaks with, um, with Wyatt. Wyatt. And he, you know, they're talking about doc dying and how he shouldn't stick like don't come back don't come see me die i never wanted you to see me like this like all week and stuff um and why it's kind of just talking to him in just general like not anything too specific but then doc urges him like go get josephine like you know forget you your family's gone like your brother um, Verge and the women like they're all gone they went somewhere else to get away from all this gunfighting. Uh, like ignore them go get your actress and go so live your life go to your thing and he yeah go live your life and he says there's no normal life because that's what Wyatt's been chasing this whole time is just a normal life he wants to find a girl and settle down and have some kids and do nothing like he's tired of being the law so this last little bit like there's no normal life. Why it is just life, really pushes him in that direction, and then he goes and finds Josephine, and they live happily ever after, or whatever. Like that was really cool, and is a really good line. That's a damn good line. Yeah, uh, yes. Daniel.
1: Uh, F four. I literally just wrote one on the spot. <laughs> um, mess with the stash, you'll lose that sash. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, mess with Wyatt and you most definitely dying <laughs> Doc Holiday had too much sauce for TB goddamn right yeah it's always like the most powerful people die from the stupidest shit Yep. R.I.P. Steve Irwin with a stingray well
0: even in comic books the strongest characters you have to stop them and they have usually a simple simple weakness hey he had a fucking disease man that's what kept him from being
1: just 100% awesome He'd be, on so. he'd be on why I think if he didn't have TV, he'd be on Wyatt's level.
2: He would have been past Wyatt's level for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. And then my last one, greatest yeah. collection of mustaches in cinema history.
0: Yes. The mustaches <laughs> so, are pretty on the
1: point. The mustaches are just glorious. Yeah. They're,
0: they're actually really beautiful in this.
1: semi to are the best. Just so just so kept.
0: Yeah. A big ups to like the makeup department. It's very slight, but every time you see Val Kilmer, he's just... A little bit more sick. More and more pale right? and sweaty. Just, yeah. Oh man. Just it's the way they made him look. He looked like he was fucked up and he was trying his best to just look normal. Yeah,
1: yeah. at the end, at the end there, he looked fucking haggard.
0: Yeah. yeah it was really cool, man. What an awesome him, character. They
1: aged him 40 years in two hours. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. This film came out December 25th. Damn, it's a Christmas film. 19 oh, weird ninety. Three. I don't want to watch a western film on Christmas but a lot of people did apparently uh, what do you guys think the budget is Katie
2: so I have no idea really because I, we haven't watched a western in a long time like we haven't consistently watched western so I took a super guess um, based on how many fucking famous as fuck people were in this film I said 75 million which is an insane amount but like the cast is just insane like kurt russell val kilmer sam elliott bill paxton like charlton heston jason Priestley. like it just goes on and on and on and on and on so yeah hella money is what i guessed daniel
1: um yeah i'm gonna have to go in the high I'll, i'll go 80 just for fuck's sake
0: so i understand both of your ideas that's a smart idea if this movie came out around now actually it came out around now it'd be hundreds of thousands millions yeah uh if this was i don't know the right time 70 would be reasonable but the budget for this film was 25 million dollars Jesus,
2: how are the you fuck you did they it? do that for so cheap
0: who worked for free on that movie it's, I don't know, maybe the fun of being in a Western, some people got in.
1: Yeah, I, guess. I guess. It's, I don't get it. Who owed who, owed who a favor? Jesus. Probably. <laughs> Somebody called in favors, right? Hey, Kurt. I'm calling in, buddy. I'm doing a Western.
0: <laughs> so, what do you guys think the box office was?
2: <laughs> well, I went super duper high because... I'm just gonna go with my first guess, because fuck it, uh, two hundred and forty-five million.
0: Two four five.
2: Based on my earlier budget guess.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: Deepel. Uh.
2: Just go lower than that, because mine's. I'm, i out. Might go
1: way lower than that. Yeah. Uh. Let's go seventy mil.
0: Seventy million. Somebody got damn close. So the box office was $73.2 million. Cool.
2: Nice. Holy shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, like, everyone loved it. It made its money, but uh, Christmas Western, I don't know if that went into anything. No, it didn't.
1: What else was in box office?
0: Uh, around that time? Let me see. I'm sure there was oh. an action. And it premiered six months before two other versions of a Wyatt Earp movie.
2: But it decimated the other two Wyatt Earps.
0: Yeah. So, 93 in December. Uh, Let me check real quick what was actually in theaters.
1: Mm. Wow, I absolutely took a shot in the dark with 70.
2: Theaters
0: in December
2: 19...
0: 93. 93. Let's see. Mrs. Doubtfire.
2: Yeah, that was huge.
0: The Pelican Brief. That's... uh, uh, what's his name? Black guy. He was in Training Day. Denzel, Denzel Washington. He's in
1: A <laughs> black guy from Training.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Wayne's World Two. Okay. And Sister Act Two.
2: Ooh, Sister Act Two's fucking fire. Oh. And Mrs. Doubtfire.
0: Hey, the fifth one, Beethoven Second. I love that goddamn movie. Beethoven
2: Second's fire too.
0: <laughs> and in Tombstone. So there were some heavy hitters.
2: I mean, but a bunch of those are kids' movies, like. Mrs. Doubtfire is a family movie. Sister Act 2 was kind of a family movie. Beethoven Second was a family movie. Wayne's World 2, like, Pelican Brief is, like, your serious film. Wayne's World 2 is your comedy film. And then Tombstone was, like, your other... And Adam's Family Values. Oh, that's fire.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, but- it, it didn't really have that many other action movies to deal with, but everything it's a it's december like i don't know i
2: it's when everybody goes to the movies
0: yeah but action hardcore action in in a december movie i don't know if that's the right play but hey eh, fucking. It. it made its money so it
2: made yeah, three right. Times right. Its money. he made a lot
0: yeah but i feel that this movie should have made way more than that honestly should have been like four or five times but whatever because this movie went down in infamy as being just absolutely awesome so it's made probably way more sense than just off of DVD sales and hell just being in people's minds for the rest of their lives people quoting it and stuff so it's made way more since then so does anybody have anything else to say about Tombstone? Great. Yeah. It's really goddamn good. It was okay. Okay. But it was great. Okay. (laughs) You're okay, (laughs)
2: thanks. (laughs) Katie's like, I got 49 reasons why I'm okay. Like, oh
0: no,
2: (laughs) and a bitch ain't one. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) so if you have any other cool fun facts about Doc Holiday, you can tweet us at Allentem Pod. We have an email, it is
2: Allentem Presents at gmail.com. I
0: have a Facebook at
2: Allentem Presents.
0: So we have. Uh, probably two more with depal and whoever else wants to you know be cool but uh we have some pretty awesome ideas for westerns coming up so uh stick with us we'll be back next week with another really cool western okay bye guys bye bye